0: Welcome to Knowledge on the Go, the podcast brought to you by the PI Programs team at Visient. I'm Latami Marks, Performance Improvement Program Director here at Visient and your host for today's episode. A recent Visient Nursing Workforce Intelligent Report describes how the nursing workforce was challenged before COVID-19, but the pandemic further accelerated turnover, attrition, and burnout. As a result, nurses under age 35 are leaving the profession at four times the rate of nurses over age 50. It costs up to $88,000 to replace every RN who departs, and workforce challenges are expected to persist for years to come. Could one possible solution to address the nursing workforce crisis be to focus on newly graduated nurses in a dedicated nurse residency program? As a brief background, to help newly graduated nurses progress in gaining professional confidence and support clinical learning as they enter nursing practice, many hospitals are investing in nurse residency programs, also known as NRPs. Similar to the residency programs physicians and other healthcare disciplines undergo, these programs give recently graduated nurses the support and learning opportunities to smooth the transition from novice to competent clinicians while providing valuable peer and mentor support keys that also address turnover. Today, we'll examine what healthcare organizations can do to improve their nurse graduate journey, utilizing the Vizient American Association of Colleges of Nursing, or Vizient AACN Nurse Residency Program, also referred to as NRP, and how they can increase the use of evidence-based practice while focusing on continuous performance improvement. Joining me to discuss this is Janine Lindgren, Nurse Residency Coordinator, and Don Prophet, Staff Development Specialist, both of University of Kentucky Albert B. Chandler Hospital. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us, Latami. Janine and Don, can you please tell me just a little bit about your role? Janine, I'll let you go first.
1: I am the main program coordinator here at the University of Kentucky's nurse residency program. I've been in the role for many years and supported the program before my role as coordinator, and even though there are just two of us here representing the program, we are a collaborative effort of experts all over our enterprise.
2: And I am a staff development specialist, but I'm also part of Janine's team. And I spend about half of my time supporting the roles for the team and helping with the coordination of the nurse residency program.
0: Great, great. How has the University of Kentucky operationalized the NRP into your organization? Luckily we helped
1: develop this program. So we have been part of the nurse residency curriculum since 2002. It was a collaborative started with six alpha groups The AACN, as you mentioned, and what formerly used to be referred to as UHC or University Health Consortium. So we did a lot of curriculum development. We were in from the ground level with developing the program, developing the curriculum, developing expected outcomes and doing a lot of the initial literature. Our program is a component of their first year of nursing orientation. So it is a piece of that first year onboarding transition to practice going from the novice or advanced beginner into the competent professional practice role. We are a support and education program, which is done in addition to their time doing a clinical orientation with their preceptors on the unit, you know, caring for patients. We have about eight to nine start groups a year. Within each of those start groups, we further break our groups down by, their service line, so that we can better support those nurses and have individual debriefing and discussions and education initiatives for those specific care areas. We meet once a month for 12 months. Typically, our seminars are four hours long, with the exception of some of our safety content that occurs in the beginning. Specialty areas also receive additional specialty training. And then there are also courses that are part of their orientation that aren't necessarily part of their residency purview, like EKG class, pulmonary, but that is a piece of that first year transition to practice.
0: Great. Thank you. Don Janine gave an overview of the nurse residency program. Can you describe a performance improvement project done by the nursing residents and how a process improved as a result of this work? And does this include evidence-based practice?
2: Certainly. In addition to the new graduate nurses coming to monthly seminars, we incorporate a component within the seminar where the groups will develop evidence-based projects. A really good example of a successful evidence-based project came from one of our NICU groups. NICU is the neonatal intensive care unit, and we are a level four, which is the highest or the most acutely ill level for these newborns. And specific to that project, what that group did was they looked for processes on their unit to improve, and they identified that they had a problem when neonates became septic With the sepsis, there's a whole slew of things that needed to be done to initiate the treatment for them. And with that, there's an expectation to get these items done within a certain amount of time. They identified that within their area, they were not meeting the benchmark for getting the items required for a sepsis workup done or at least done in that timely manner. They looked at the process and they evaluated it and saw that a lot of the problems they were having was the coordination of supplies and care to get to the neonates. They literally created a septic bundle or a septic packet. They were able to pull together supplies and all the items that were needed to treat these neonates that were suspected of having sepsis. With the creation of these bundles then, if a baby was identified as being septic, they could get everything they needed in one grab. And because of this project, they were able to significantly decrease the time that it was taking to initiate care for these babies sepsis is fairly high mortality for neonates so this project of coordinating supplies and equipment was so significant that it was able to save the lives of babies that were diagnosed with
0: sepsis wow because with sepsis we know that timing is very important and great to hear that University of Kentucky supports the nursing residents efforts to apply evidence into practice to improve processes Janine, can you talk about ways that University of Kentucky utilizes the NRP or process to monitor retention? Retention is certainly one of our major goals.
1: And as you mentioned, the pandemic has certainly made that even more important. Retention is one of our program goals. So we have six program goals that we monitor regularly. We have a quarterly scorecard for which we have those goals restated and then our progress to achieving those goals and retentions right there. The first one on the list. We separate our retention into voluntary and involuntary, and then we separate it even further, looking for trends, looking for opportunities to identify folks. We have a very large institution with lots of different care areas, and we know that maybe one area isn't the best fit for a nurse, especially a new graduate nurse transitioning into their professional practice. We try to find alternate opportunities for that nurse within our large organization. Maybe a clinic position would suit them better, or maybe a high acuity unit is just not what they needed right now. Just the vibe and the culture of the unit just needs to be a little bit different to suit their needs. So we look for those opportunities. As part of this, we have done a process where we're trying to validate the data that the program is getting about why people are leaving. And we've started in February of 2022 and collaborative with our human resources department to do some third party exit interviewing. We've seen trends that show that there is high reliability with the data that we're receiving as what they are receiving as a third party agent. So an opportunity to save folks just as much as reflecting on the folks that we have lost. We've made quite a few improvements and then sometimes we just need to add discussion points. We heard from our HR exit interview process that some folks were leaving our organization thinking that they didn't have the flexibility for leave that other institutions were offering. And so now we have articulated the flexibility that we do have in the programs and the time that is available to them, such as our two schedulable well being days per year that employees can take for whatever that well being might be. We also discuss in detail if they are having a difficult mental health day, that we hear that terminology quite often, that that can be a sick day. And your mental health is your health, just like any other health, and what that process to call in for a shift if mental health is the health issue for which you need to take a little bit of time off work. So we've learned to talk a little bit more about those things that we're already doing, just as well as making changes to what we do.
0: You mentioned a quarterly scorecard. Could you tell us more about this?
1: Our program has specific goals that are reflected with the written evaluation goals that we have for our CCNE. That's the Commission on Collegiate Nursing Education accreditation that our residency program has. And it is a way for us to very clearly communicate those goals, communicate our progress towards those goals, and also just keep a pulse on any trends that we might see that pop up. We can very easily respond to these when they're clearly articulated on the scorecard. We use colors, stoplight colors as, okay, we're doing well on this metric. Ooh, this metric's getting a little cautious. And then we're not meeting our metric with red. So it's a good way to communicate throughout our organization, the success of the program, the needs of the program, and how we can fit gaps. We provide a lot of data to the rest of our organization about nurses, nursing numbers, nursing experience. So communication goes bi-directionally.
0: Wow. So tell me a little bit, why was turnover retention important to monitor on the scorecard for your organization? That
1: was one of the main reasons for the development of residency programs in the beginning. And we wanted to support nurses so that they stayed in the profession. We want high-functioning, dedicated practitioners to care for our patients, to be our employees, and to move our profession forward. We want folks to stay here. We want long-term relationships with our employees, just like we want long-term relationships with our patients. And we want to maximize the quality of experience that we give our employees.
0: I like that. You said something profound about creating relationships because creating and building relationships increases connection and ultimately sounds like retention. So that's a good thing. Great to hear that University of Kentucky is really dedicated to understanding the needs of what it takes to retain its nurses. As a PI program participant, University of Kentucky have participated in both our Staff Wellbeing Coping and Crisis Collaborative and Vizian's Workplace Violence Benchmarking Study. Could you share how participation in these offerings has supported your NRP?
1: The Staff Wellbeing Collaborative was a project that was carried out by several leaders at our organization. And the goal of this was to explore the experience and gain some insight about what the experience was with our nurses, what was important to them. Well-being has certainly been a focus of our group. It's come up many times throughout our stakeholder and advisory board meetings. We really need to give a lot of attention to this issue, not only to retain, but to keep nurses functioning well, functioning at the best they can, because that goes to the bedside. They take a well-nurse provides well-nursing. So a lot of the information, Dr. Ben Hughes was the primary on that project. And a lot of the information that he came up with helped us direct our response helped us identify some issues. There were no real big aha moments, but it certainly launched several other initiatives at our institution, such as adding well-being to our nursing strategic plan, putting that on the forefront, monitoring that, and then hopefully we'll have a follow-up study to that where we can give a little bit more information on the ideas that were sparked from that initial study and how those have impacted our nurses. The workplace violence benchmarking study was really important to us to begin to identify how big the problem is. It's been shown that workplace violence is very underreported for nurses. Nurses think, oh, it's just part of my job. It's not that big deal. I didn't really get hurt. We haven't, as a profession, reported those things that are happening, those violent. encounters with patients and or other staff members. So this was a very good starting point to us. Nothing that we are actively implementing in the program from this study, but it was a launch point. It was our first piece of data that's going to help us create new initiatives and then monitor the effectiveness of those initiatives.
0: And it's great to hear that the performance improvement activities that you have begun, how they're interrelated and they're supporting and building upon each other. So it's great to see that University of Kentucky is able to build upon that. Don, what would you say has contributed to the overall success of your NRP?
2: The contributors to the overall success of our residency program has been the ability to constantly evaluate the processes that we have, to look at the things that we're doing, and then to make any necessary changes that we need to make. We are in constant state of evaluation. What can we do better? Who do we need to serve? Specific things that we've done that have really helped out the program We have looked at some of our specialty areas. We're starting to get a much larger area in our ambulatory spaces we're getting more new graduate nurses into our ambulatory spaces. So to be able to adjust our curriculum and to adjust our seminars to meet their needs has been a good step for us. We had always recognized the differences with our adult populations and for our nurses that serve our adult populations and our pediatric populations, but we're seeing even more specialty type things arise from that. We evaluate every seminar that we have and we look through those evaluations as a team. We look for any trends that might be going on. We quantify the evaluations with numbers and that's part of the scorecard that Janine referred to. And we use that information to just constantly improve ourselves and look for ways that we can make the program successful.
1: Also, we have buy-in from the top of our nursing structure, and that has certainly helped play part in how we've been able to operationalize this and the resources
0: available to us. So it sounds like flexibility and organizational agility has really allowed you to support the changes that your new nurses need in order to continue that growth and improve that practice What is one piece of advice, Janine, that you would say to organizations that are shifting their focus to retention of nurses, especially new nurses, if they're just trying to get started? Start collecting data. Start asking
1: them why they're making the choice to leave but assure that you ask them what was successful about their time at your organization and really focus on building what their good experiences were and don't get too distracted by numbers or negative experiences. Build on what you are doing well and try to get as clean data as you can and don't stop collecting data. Don't stop asking, what can we do? How can we change? And Listen to the voices of the nurses, listen to what they're saying, respond to what they're saying. If you can't make changes to what they're saying, tell them why. Close that loop so they don't just feel like my voice is never heard. I
0: like that. So it sounds like you're saying it is not only enough just to have the data, but the ability to respond is where the change occurs. And your organization sounds like it is ready to respond. So that's really, really good to hear. Well said. And I look forward to hearing about University of Kentucky's continued success. Today, we covered how a formal nurse residency program can support nurse retention and overall performance and process improvement. Thanks again to Janine Lindgren and Don Profit for joining us today and sharing your insight. And thanks to you, all of our listeners, for taking time to join us as well. Please join us for more Knowledge on the Go podcast. You can subscribe today, like us, share, and send us your comments at collaboratives at com. We encourage you to keep the conversation going. And as it continues, remember to put your knowledge into action. Until next time, I'm Latami Marks.